It is the Applauded It Show with Radio Ralph, with the guest on with Neil Ratner, the rock doc. How is it going today? All right, Ralph. How are you today? Oh, man, doing, doing good. Doing all right. Okay. You have all those storms finished? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> looked pretty nasty, man. All I saw was on TV, but it looked pretty nasty. Yeah, it's been pretty uh, rough around here, but uh, luckily... Uh, our neck of the wood was, uh, stayed pretty, uh, pretty, uh, tame. Good, good. You have a show on Our Heart Radio, is that correct? I do. Uh, I do it through WDSD Radio Woodstock. I live up here in Woodstock, New York. And on Saturdays at 3 o'clock, I do a show called This Week in Rock. And I tell some stories about either a song or a song that was released that week in history or uh, a group or an event or a birthday. And uh, it's about a 20-minute segment, and you can hear it every week at 3 o'clock up here or on iHeartRadio, or if you go on the WDSD website uh, and you look under audio, you'll see This Week in Rock, and they're all archived as well. I have a Facebook page called Neil Ratner Rock Doc, and every day for the last uh, four or five years, I'll post, again, information about uh, something that happened, a birthday, a song was released, an event, uh, and uh, I do that every day, and on the weekends I do some live videos, so uh, you go to Neil Ratner Rock Doc on Facebook, and you're interested in that kind of information, I think you'll find it fun. Yeah, so I saw you, you got about uh, 26,000 fans on there, so that's uh, doing pretty well, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely correct. And uh, people seem to love it, you know? Yeah. Uh, as I say on the radio show, music is the soundtrack of our lives. And when you know a little bit more about the inside story about a song or a group or an artist, it makes it that much more, it makes it that much more meaningful to you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you get to hear the, the backstory and everything like that. Of course. Run. I was I was a morning show producer for a morning show uh, here in town. I was uh, so yeah so uh, so yeah I was uh, doing I did that for a little while and got to uh, having I got to book a bunch of guests and uh, you know I, I wasn't I wasn't the main focus of the show. I mean I I had a I had a host I was working for, but uh, I, I I got a lot of good experience uh, in the radio world. Uh, especially from the rock and from the uh, you know classic, it was it was, a, it was a classic rock station, so I got to, I got to kind of learn uh, learn a little history there and, and and learn learn some stuff I didn't know, so through my time there, so. But yeah, he he came to town. His name was Kip Winger, and uh, I got to meet with him. Uh, I actually got to go backstage and uh, we t- took some photos and. Did some did some uh, pictures on the uh, on the uh, on the stage and gave out some prizes and stuff like that. So that was a uh, you know all learning experience. But um, mm-hmm. since you're in that in that rock and rock and roll world, uh, I'm sure. I mean, you got, you know you you were tour managers and, and everything like that. So you got to uh, you know ha- I guess you got to experience a lot of that backstage stuff. I got a, I got a small glimpse of it. But basically what I'm getting at is there's a lot of stories out there about how everybody, you know, partied back in the, the back in the day. Uh but uh 
from what from what I hear, when a lot of interviews go out, the artists are like, "No, man, you know, we didn't party every night. Some nights we just had uh, card games. You know, we just played some card games." Uh, did it, did you find it that way, or or or, or no? I think it depended on the group. Yeah, you know, different groups party different, you know, amounts. Yeah, some yeah. Groups, some groups were big partiers, other groups were not, and then even within the group, there would be members of the group that loved to go out and party, and other members of the group that, you know, a quick dinner and back to the hotel, and you never saw them until the next day. Yeah. You know, so it depended on what was going on. Yeah. But certainly, there were groups that loved to party, and, uh, you know, there have been movies that have shown that kind of thing. You saw the movie Almost Famous, mm-hmm. that, movie that was out a number of years ago. That was a pretty good representation of, of some of the things that went on back in the day, and there's a movie on Netflix now called The Dirt. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, and uh, you know, if you look at those kind of things, you'll see there was, there was some serious partying going on, but that didn't mean that every single musician every night would go out and party. You know, again, So, like, yeah, so, like I said, you know, you got to experience that, that kind of backstage world. Uh, you know, you had, you, I, I'm sure you had a lot on your hands about uh, as far as making sure everybody was on time and making sure that, you know, the show ran as smooth as, as it could. Um, now, now, I mean, like I said, you worked a lot of the backstage, but did you, did you ever get to go to a concert, like, um, as a fan or, you know, not working, but just as a fan? Not while I was working, no. While I was working, I was working. Yeah, uh, but I, I mean, uh, but I mean, like, 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 like later on when you were just a just a fan, did you ever go out to a concert and just, you know, see somebody? Yeah, I still do. I mean, oh, really? I, I, I did before, uh-huh. you know, and and I have since. You know, I don't go to as many concerts as I used to because I've gone to so many. Yeah. You know, having been on the road and stuff like that, but. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I think I think YouTube was really the start of uh, the start of that. Because like, you... uh, I think it started before YouTube. I think it started with Facebook, MySpace. Oh, okay. It started way back when. Yeah. And then it just grew into all of those things. Yeah, because you know, I, I... YouTube became a replacement. For that. Yeah, because I think YouTube was kind of like, um, I mean, it, it might have been going on before, but it, it was kind of the place where. Um, People could could go and do like a cover song or do their own thing from a garage or whatever, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, getting but yeah, uh, getting into that. Uh, okay, so so you started out as a band that pretty much was in a basement. <laughs> is that how is that how that started out? Yeah, like all kids my age, you know, and I was interested in playing, and I formed a little band, and yeah. Basements and garages and wherever we could practice. Mm -hmm. You know, we all wanted to be rock stars. It was uh, back in the '60s, and we all saw the Beatles on Ed Sullivan, and so we all had that dream. Uh, very few of us actually accomplished what we set out to do, mm -hmm. but we were all trying to get record deals and stuff. Yeah. When I didn't get a record deal, I had to go back. You know, I went to college. That was my other plan. Mm -hmm. If I'd be a rock and roll drummer, I'd be a doctor. So I went, uh, I was a pre-med student at University of Vermont, and then in between my sophomore and junior year, I moved uh, to New York City in a summer sublet. I sublet a little park in the East Village in New York, which was really a cool place in 
Yeah, you gotta have... Um... Now, it says, you know, that, uh... You know, of course, you know, you're a teenager, so... Uh... You know, your your dad had to kind of, I guess, get you around, uh, you know, gig, gig to gig, in a way. And, uh... Yeah, so, well, sure, when I was in high school and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so he was like, you know, like... Parents like your, are your road managers. Yeah. You know, your studio is your parents' house, and your parents are your road managers. Yeah. And you hope that you have parents that at least support you enough to, to take you around and, and encourage you in what you're doing. Yeah. So he was, uh, so he, he was supportive, supportive of the whole music business then? Then he was supportive of me playing in a band in high school and stuff, but once I went to college, mm -hmm. you know, and then I decided to go into the music business, yeah. that was it, you know. I, we're not supporting you no more, we're taking away the allowance, yeah. you know. Yeah. You want to be a big boy and work in the business, support yourself. Yeah, so, oh. You know, okay, so. I was on my own. Yeah. And I had to, uh, you know. It kind of came full circle then. Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. That's always good when, when things like that work out. You were, I believe you were in school and you heard the news about J, uh, JFK, John F. Kennedy. And, uh, so that kind of, that kind of derailed the, I guess your first paying gig, you know. And, uh. Yeah, that was, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. That was the first paying gig. You know, we were, we were young. We were very young. And, yeah. Uh, but we had a little band kind of a show or something, and one of the guys in the band knew somebody, and, uh, you know, we were all excited and everything, and then, of course, in school, we were sent home when Kennedy was assassinated, and that was very, very upsetting, the whole thing. Uh, like I said, we, we started with, uh, you know, you had, a, you had started out as a t teenager with your first band, and uh, you had a, a a brief band in college, is that is that fair to say? Well, I was only in college briefly, but oh, okay. the entire time that I was in college, yeah, I had a band. I immediately, you know, got into a band, um, and we were pretty good, and we were a folk rock group. Again, you know, there were chances that we were going to get a record deal or something, but we didn't, but we played around, and we got to be fairly well known. Yeah. Okay, so, so it, it did go well for a while. Yeah, you know, but it was just songs, and, you know, I was in school, and that was really the focus. Yeah, 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 because, I mean, um, so, so, while, while you were doing your, your band in college, and, and, I mean, I know you said you were in college briefly, um, did you already know you wanted to get into medicine, or, or you haven't discovered that yet? No, I had two dreams as a kid, you know, one was to be a rock and roll musician, but the other was to be a musician, they both, both of those from early childhood. So, you know, I was conflicted early on a little bit, but I knew, you know, again, growing up in the it was much easier to consider that I would be a rock and roll musician. But once that, once I went to college, you know, again, I was focusing on pre-med. And then, uh, even though I had a group, you know, there was the hope that maybe something would happen, but I was in school, you know, and I was 
and them catching the word or two and not really understanding what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that definitely uh, helps out a lot when when uh, you can uh, be able to to let everybody let everybody know what's going on. But like I said, yep. especially under under high pressure, you know, situations. Yeah, it's been a very helpful thing. I, I'm I'm forever grateful for that. Mm -hmm. Just uh, again, it, you know, if I hadn't gone to Mexico, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that would have happened. So it was great. Yeah, yeah it worked out well. Now you have a memoir, and it's Rock Doc. Correct. Um, I believe you said. I I believe uh, from what I. From what I gather, that it's on uh, Amazon. Do everything Amazon. Yeah, so you can get it. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. It's on um, as an ebook, as a regular book, or an audio book. Mm -hmm. Or you could go to my website, Neil N E I L Ratner. It's all one word. N E I L R A T N E R R O C K D O C dot com. There's a place there where you'll see buy the book. If you buy it from my website, I'll autograph it any way you want. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. They definitely get an autograph. From, you know. Yeah, so, uh, you know, buy the book, listen to me on iHeart or WDSP, go to my website, and uh, I'm all over the place. Awesome, Keep awesome. You, you, got a, you got a couple more minutes or you got to go? This end, I, I did want to get this in uh, before we uh, head off. Uh, so, okay, so you were that director of anesthesia. And, uh, yes, and, and that... That led Michael Jackson to come your way, correct? No, no, no. no okay, no, so that, no, that that was separate. No. That was different. No, no, no. I started this office anesthesia practice, mm -hmm. and I worked for various surgeons who had offices. I didn't have my own office, and so I was the director of anesthesia in their office. Right? Oh, okay. Their office, their operating room, their patient. Okay. So in one of the offices where I worked, Michael was a patient, mm -hmm. and that's how I got to meet him. Okay. He just happened to be a patient of this particular doctor where I was the anesthesiologist, and so, you know, doctor told me one day, you know, in the plastic and reconstructive surgery world in New York City, we did a lot of celebrities in a lot of different offices. And the doctors would call me the day before to say we have such and such a celebrity coming in. And, and then I would talk to that celebrity or, or the patient, depending. And um, I got a call one day. He told me a celebrity was coming. He played a little game with me. That's how the book opened. <laughs> eventually, eventually he told me uh, who it was. And sure enough, uh, Michael called me about a half hour later. We had a conversation. I gave him anesthesia the next day for a small procedure, and then over the course of the next year, we became friendly, and a couple of years later, uh, he asked me to do a part of the tour, history tour with him, and, you know, all in all, it's an eight-year relationship, which I talk about extensively in the book with great pictures, mm -hmm. and I think if you read the book, you'll get a different sense of who Michael Jackson really was yeah. as a person. Oh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that, that that that'd be a great great read. So I, I encourage everybody to go and and read that and uh and then go check it out. He's not the person. He's not the person everybody thinks they know from the press. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure coming from someone that really knew him, that that, that speaks volumes to, for 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 uh, someone to 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 really know. You know that that's that's, that's yeah. Really... Well, that's that's one of the reasons why I wrote the book to so hopefully people will read it and get a different. 
a different sense of who he was. Yeah. Now, I know he kept a pretty small circle, so, I mean, to, to be able to be a part of that, that and to have his trust, I mean, that what, what was that like? Well, it was, it was an unusual situation because there were so few people that Michael trusted. Um, but in the privacy, you know, of, of, uh, of a room or something, you know, it was like any other friend. You know, Michael was a friend. We could talk about anything. We could hang out. We could laugh. Uh, we traveled together, eat food together, went to Neverland a number of times. Mm -hmm. He was just a person. He was a human being. Yeah. He didn't appear that way to most people, but in the privacy of a home or in a hotel room or whatever, he was just Michael. You know, not Michael Jackson, you know, King of Pop. He was just Michael. Yeah. You know, and uh, we had a really nice relationship, and, uh, you know, I uh, I appreciated the fact that he let me into that inner circle and, and that I got to experience the things that I did with him. Yeah, I mean, it must have been an amazing, you know, time, and uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, so I do want to go ahead and uh, and then wrap it up here with you, because uh, I know... Uh, time, time's getting away away from us, but uh, I do want to. I do, I do thank you for taking the time. Uh, and well, I did. It's been my pleasure, Ralph, and uh, I think people uh, would enjoy the stories. So uh, get the bus, follow me on Facebook, and listen to your radio show. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I definitely encourage everyone uh, to go uh, get the website one more time, where they can go go uh, get a copy of where they can autograph. They could yeah, they could either go on Amazon, and again, uh, if you like audiobooks, there's a great audiobook read by me, or a regular book, or an e-book if you have a Kindle, or go to my website, neilratnerrock.com. You'll see a place where you can buy the book, and as I said before, I'd be happy to autograph it any way you want. All right, everybody, definitely. I, I encourage you to go, go check it out. Go check out Rock Doc Neil Ratner. He is uh, fascinating. And uh, I, I really appreciate the, appreciate the time and, and having you on. Thank you, Ralph. I appreciate the time, too, and you have a great day. You too. Thank you.